Special, yeah, we got a special, special show. Elijah Cummings, our hero. What you think, G? Yeah, I think that um, this is going to be a little bit different. Uh, the entire conversation is going to be with uh, with people who can give us perspective on the life, legacy, and work uh, that Elijah Cummings had and the impact he had in the community. Mm-hmm. And we're going to be hearing from three different people. So, who who, who are we going to be hearing from? We got Fran Allen. 24 years as an employee, a friend uh, of Mr. Cummings. What are, uh, what were some of the? Do you remember? She she was the office manager, treasurer. Okay, she, so she worked directly with she him. Worked directly, at, yes. Okay. And then we have Haki Shakur Ami, okay. author, native son of Baltimore. Uh, he had that famous interview. <laughs> okay, yeah, uh, the viral interview that you might have seen. I, we're going to play a little bit of a clip from that right now. Yeah, so check that out. Yes, Congressman Elijah Cummings was the Dr. Martin Luther King for us here in Baltimore as a lifelong resident. He, I saw him speak at the Masonic Lodge as a late teen, and his thunderous uh, message for was inspirational in terms of civic engagement and you know, he was compassionate and considerate, and he meant a lot to us uh, in the city of Baltimore. Then we also have a real black fact, Colton C. Douglas, the funeral home man. That's what I call him. But he's the funeral director um, in Baltimore of Colton C. Douglas Funeral Homes. And um, he's well-connected in the community, has two shows. Uh, one on 1590 on Wednesdays and 1010 on Fridays. And you can hear his voice all around the city. So, um, Colin's the man. Love having him. Love having him. All right. So, this is, a, like we say, this is a special episode. Um, and the conversation is going to be largely centered around Baltimore politics and the politics in general. So, I hope you enjoy it. Yep. It, you'll enjoy it. This black box. So today we have Miss Fran Allen and we have Haki Shakur Ami. Did I say that right, Brother Haki? That's right, yeah. That's good, that's good. (laughs) So um, first of all, we we want to just find out who you what you guys do, who you guys are your function just in the community. So Ms. Fran, tell us a little about yourself. Well, I have to um, correct the record. Most folks may believe that I'm from Baltimore, but I started out in the Omaha, Nebraska. Wow. Yeah, that's where I'm from, that's where I grew up. And um, I came to uh, Baltimore because my baby daddy was here, my children's father. Uh, Yeah, you know, that's the real deal. Um, And after I got here, things didn't work out too well. We had two kids and we kind of went our separate ways. Um, But we've always worked together for the good of our children. Good. So 
Um, so you're implant like. So device. I'm an implant. Okay. Yes, I'm an implant, and um, of over 30 years though. That's that's a big plant. So I've been here. <laughs> I've been here for a minute. That's, that's a why so many plant. people think I'm. You know, friends, friends from Baltimore. Nah, no, no, no. <laughs> no. I say dog. No, I don't say. <laughs> I say dog. I don't say Doug. You don't okay. say okay. Doug. Yeah, you don't say Doug. You know, you all right. You you know you ain't from here, girl. All right. Well, uh, I, so I'm owning it from the jump. Okay. okay I got it. Yeah, because there will, there are some people that will call me out. Okay. So <laughs> while you were here, what have you done, like career wise? So career wise, uh, I got connected with. Um, Mr. Cummings, mm -hmm. before he became the congressman. He was in the state legislature at that time. And um, it was really kind of crazy how we got connected. I was actually at home waiting on somebody to pick me up to go on a date, and I got stood up. Yeah, and I thought, you know, this is the worst day of my life, you know, because I was much younger and I was so dramatic. You know, oh my God, you know, how could he do this to me? Mm. Right. Best thing that ever happened to me, honestly, because mm. it freed me up for my friend Jean Guy to take me to a fundraiser for Pete Rawlings at oh, wow. Camden That's Yards when wow. Camden Yards was fresh and beautiful and newly renovated. Mm. And I met all these amazing people that I did not know and did not know anything about. Mm. And Elijah Cummings is one of those people, Kwesi mm. Mfume, um, Ruth Kirk, Hattie Harrison, mm. John Jeffries, wow. all the, the old year. guard, that's the old guard. Wow. And uh, after a, a conversation with Cummings about you know, my uh, brand new fresh degree from Hopkins. I just gotten a degree from Hopkins in business management. And I was gonna step out and start my own business and do some event planning and things like that. Mm -hmm. And he said, well, you know, have you ever done political fundraisers? And I said, of course I have. Had not done one. <laughs> Did not know anything about the political climate mm -hmm. and the Sometimes only, honey, the only <laughs> political people I knew were the ones in the room and I didn't know them, mm -hmm. so. I played the what if game with myself because I am smart mm. and I am powerful and I am resourceful and I can figure it out. And you know who I got? I got all that Laying from all those jewels in here. Today. Yes, honey, from <laughs> from my personal powerhouses, my mother, my grandmother and my aunt. Mm, so you had a lot of support in your life. Yes. Which is a blessing of women, yes. of strong yes. women. Yes, strong black women. And and the congressman's mother too, Mrs. Cummings, Mrs. Ruth Cummings. She prayed over me every single day, whether I knew she was or not. And she kept me covered because, you know, Lord takes care of babies and fools. And I was too old to be a baby. And she knew I needed some coverage. And she took care of me. Um, so that's kind of how I met him. Kind of, you, you met him that way. Yes. And how did the relationship expand to you working with him? And Well, you know, after... After I figured out how to do the fundraisers and such, the fundraising um, period is kind of cyclical, and it it wound down, and I ended up, uh, you know, needing something else to do to make some money. I had kids to feed and rent to pay and all the other stuff that everybody else has to do too, and he hired me as a legislative aide in his delegate office. His his. Um, General Assembly office, so and I went there. When he was a delegate. Yes, wow. this is when he was a delegate. This okay. is probably in like 1994. And how long then had he been in politics? Was that like 10 years? Uh, probably about 10 years 10 at that years, point. Okay. Yeah, okay. something like that. So he 10, had been a delegate before. 10, yes, yes, yes. So he had done, <clears throat> he went from the bottom to the top. Well, really? he, he, he got on a journey. Okay. He That's got cool. on a journey. 
And he had some amazing people mentoring him along the way, Lena K. Lee, you know, mm-hmm. Delegate Lee. And she, honestly, she wasn't looking for him when she found him. She was looking for a female legislator to groom, and she couldn't find one that was really what she wanted. Mm-hmm. And so she told him, well, you'll do. <laughs> and she poured into him. Wow, and her name is Lena K. Was Lee. She the, was she the first? Lee. Was she the first delegate, female, black female delegate, or city councilwoman? Uh, something like that. I'm not sure. I wanna, wanna, I'm not no, quite sure. No, I was sure. with my senator, and mm-hmm. she said she corrected the record. Somebody at the, the uh, service, and she said Lena K. Lee was, but okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, I know she's a powerhouse in her own right. That's right, what I know. Right, yeah. yeah. So yeah. he had some grooming, of course. So he had a lot of grooming, yes. um, but he he groomed me also. Mm. He groomed me also. Mm. So I went from legislative aide in his um, delegate office. Then he became the first African-American speaker pro tem and promoted me to office manager. And I was the office manager for his historic office then. Mm. Um, One of the most important things that I did for him during that period of time was to take his mother, who was a Pentecostal preacher, Mm. to his office and we prayed over it. Mm-hmm. We walked through every room of his office suite. Um, and that's a story in of, of itself too because they tried to put him in a broom closet and we wasn't having it. Wow. So, um, the and spe- she prayed in every room. She prayed in every room, yep. every room, because I told her, you know. he now, he did some black stuff. He, <laughs> he that's what going, we do. Yes. <laughs> that's beautiful. Right, right. He is going to have opposition. Mm-hmm. He is going to have opposition just because he is a black man in Absolutely. this seat for the first time. And yes, there are a man. bunch of people that don't want him to be where he is. And wow. it's too bad. We're going to pray them demons out yes, and sir. get busy. Mm-hmm. And that is what we did. Wow. Excellent. Wow. Excellent. Excellent. Then he decided that. Uh, he was going to run for Congress. Mm. And, and I, this is after two delegate or, cause we're trying to get to know, you know, like his background, cause people know where he was, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. but kind of mm-hmm. how he ascended there. Yeah. So this is probably after two delegate runs, right? Um, three probably three or four. Oh, three because or four, these real seasons. Yeah, because they're every four years. Oh, wow, so yeah. real season, okay. Yeah, All and right. he had. So he, it's Congress time. Yes, yeah, so now it's it's Congress time. Kwaisi is stepping down and Cummings is stepping up. Mm. And I became the deputy campaign manager and the oh, very wow. first campaign treasurer for his run for congress yes unbelievable and that is something else that i had no earthly idea how to do what to do when to do but i played the what if game i prayed a lot and we got it done Mm. absolutely yes that's interesting that's different i mean a lot of the rules are different than local and state. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm just now like beginning to understand that. Understand so you, 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 mm-hmm. you really got to know your stuff on a federal level. Yes, so you do. Yes, you do. And they will hold you completely and totally personally mm-hmm. accountable. If you misstep and you make a mistake, it's not the candidate that gets in trouble. It's the treasurer that gets mm-hmm. in trouble when wow. it has something to do with the money. Wow. Absolutely. Yes. I mean, that's that's yes. your job is to handle the yes. bag. Yes. <laughs> and that's part of the reason why he, he, he asked me to do that because he knew I would count the pennies. And, and for the record, mm-hmm. I don't like counting anybody's money but my own thank you and i didn't hardly have no money to count so i i couldn't make too many mistakes but (laughs) that's amazing so you had you got into the job and you just had to perform yes because you know what i'm looking in politics right now is we have a dearth of harvesting client i'm not client excuse me harvesting 
candidates because mm-hmm. I think that you know we expect people to come from every modality of life and then fight for us mm-hmm. who might who maybe don't have your same perspective right who doesn't understand what you've been through but if we harvest candidates if we you know put in them what holistically we need because you can't be everything for everybody mm-hmm. but you can totality kind of address a lot of the issues if you harvest and put in the great like Elijah's going now who is stepping in have we harvested someone to be in his space Mm. we need to have that type of movement whereas we're bringing up candidates that are groomed for this type of office and have the wisdom of a brother like him we lost a lot right you 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 understand so all of this just all right I'm going to run and then everybody get behind his candidate. You don't know yeah. where he came from. You don't mm-hmm. know his story for mm-hmm. real. Yeah. You know what he's presenting to the community. Mm-hmm. So are we going to ever harvest? Mm-hmm. You know, you understand like a community because if you don't do that, how do you truly have a voice? Well, I I do believe in grooming people. Sure, I do believe in bringing people along. I do believe in nurturing, mm-hmm. and teaching, and molding okay people because it's so important to um position people mm-hmm. to take advantage of the opportunity when it comes for them to further the uh, the agenda that serves the people so this political piece is not about the politics it's mm-hmm. not about the elected officials it's not about the compensation that people think they're going to make. If they want to get rich, public service is not the place to go, period. (laughs) End of discussion, really. doesn't the relationships though can lead to some type of financial gain? We've it seen may, it, it may, it may, but that's not the politic. Those are the politicians and the elected officials. Those are not the public servants. There is a huge difference between being a public servant and being a politician. Excellent. And they are not one in the same. Got it. The public servants understand personally what the word sacrifice means because they're gonna have to do it every single day while they sit in that seat. They are gonna have to sacrifice something. Mm-hmm. Time with their families, okay. money. Okay. Um, so that's a verse to what a politician is. Yeah, politicians, they're, they put themselves in front of a camera. They take every opportunity for the photo op. They're making the deals in the back door <laughs> or it, under the it. table. So it's a business deal yeah, for it's, them. Yeah, it's a business deal for them. Okay. It's a career move for them. Absolutely. You know, but the person that really is going to do the work for the community, that's not the politician making, you know, the money. It's the person making the sacrifice. So that was Elijah Cummings. That was Elijah Cummings. Mm. Excellent, excellent. All right, well, we're getting a great background on him today. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah. Brother Haki, we're yes, going to bring yes. you in here. We've got to put Certainly. you in here. So, first, tell us a little about yourself. Well, Acclimate uh, us. well, definitely. Thank you for the opportunity, and it's beautiful to listen to my good friend, Sister Fran Allen, share some things that I didn't actually know. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, you know, I was just sitting there, I was like, man, she should have been on all these news stations giving yes, sir. some of those insights. Nobody, I mean, perhaps his wife probably know him yeah. more. 24 years. Yes, absolutely. A significant amount of time. Right. Significant. Uh, Mm -hmm. So for me, well, just a little bit of my background. I'm born and raised in Baltimore. Actually, I went directly into the United States Navy, so I wasn't like totally around a little bit. I went there for like five and a half years, so I understand 
what Ms. Rand talked about when she say public servants and sacrifice. Um, uh, currently, I work in a Baltimore City Fire Service, so that's okay. one of the, one of the things. So you still serving? Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. So it's coming up on 15 years now, wow. and I'm an author. Been in some films as well, so been working, uh, doing motivational speaking and empowerment for the community for quite some time. And recently, I was just elected to the. Uh, Democratic State Central Committee. Now, mm-hmm. was, Con- was Congressman Cummins, did he start off on Central Committee? Probably not, no. No. No, no, but, but so the Central Committee is, for the most part, a lot of elected officials start out on the Central Committee. That's not a compensated position, but uh, many people, you know, so I get invites to different events, but it's the arm of the Democratic Party responsible for voter registration, voter education, but also uh, if, for instance, a public a delegate or a senator in this case is no longer able to serve. This is a state level. If they're no longer able to serve, we actually come in and uh, nominate, shall I say, okay. a person, and then the governor uh, selects them. So it's like so they're nominated from your actual committee. Correct. Correct. So are you so, hinting to us, bro, that uh, you have some politics? Well, your, um, I mean, I, I consider talk you know I'm us. I'm a I'm an activist in it's a sense. Real talk. This black box. Bro. Well, I, I, I and I can speak <laughs> black and I can speak you know <laughs> right. But um, what I've seen for the most part, you know, just just I believe it's showing up, you know, showing okay. up in your community, showing up at the places where you can listen and learn from people, and that's that's what I've done over the years and listening to this gentleman's show <laughs> every Absolutely. every Friday. You know, I've, I've been able to listen to the leaders who have come before me. And actually, I'll just say this: I actually heard Congressman come and speak. My father uh, brought me. I was like in my late teens to the Masonic Lodge on Utah Street, mm. and. Wow, and and this was the quote that I gave to the media when I I did an interview about Congressman Cummins. I said he was like our Dr. King. Mm -hmm. uh, For famous interview, yes, yes, that has swirled through Baltimore. Right, right. Thank you. So yeah, so (laughs) some people have seen several of my interviews that I did with the media because, like, when my senator texts me like first thing in the morning, like. Congressman, no, she spelled it wrong. She must have got up early too. She said, "I was like Elijah." She she spelled it wrong. I was like Elijah. Uh, transition or, or, or pass and I was like who's she talking about and then I started like looking around like alright wow so mm. I just I just got up out my bed and I was like let me go down in front of his office I made up my sign yeah we saw your sign <laughs> right right yeah so I just expected everybody to come down there I just thought that that's what we thought was, that was gonna be the thing to do <laughs> right, that right. day okay. I thought it was gonna be like big uh, a hole and so I got on my Facebook and started come on down come on down try to you know encourage people to come down because that's what happened when Dr. King transitioned, and mm-hmm. so it was real to me. It was like, sure, this sure. is what we do when, you know, who we our consider hero. our giants, exactly. you know, transition. So, um, so again, he, he meant a lot, you know, to me, uh, just even like, I, and I really just started getting connected to him and his family. I know his daughter as well. Okay. Uh, so I just, over the past few years, I, I mean, I've known Fran for years, but I've recently started getting closer to her over the past four four or five mm-hmm. you know we're both authors as well she ain't talk mm-hmm. about her books but yeah. <laughs> so she she wrote some powerful books and she's a powerful motivational speaker in her own right so I like your marketing skills bro <laughs> thank you thank you, 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 you right <laughs> so i i you know and and here and congressman Cummings. i mean he doesn't call himself 
a motivational speaker, but he He's definitely is. A lot of absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely. I still, I mean, I, I wish I could go back and get that that um, message he did at the lodge. It was just so powerful. I was just like, wow. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, and and just to see his evolution and how he was able to deal with people was really phenomenal. Was really phenomenal for me to see just how he handled the pressure even recently and and i'll just close with this and let you go to one of them Mm -hmm. but we were in howard county for it was like a friends and family gathering it was and just for him to say thank you and for us to say thank you was this the last one that um he had in howard county recently Yes, the I most, believe it had to have been. It's it the most been. recent, right? Yeah. Yes, probably like two two months ago. Two months ago, okay. and the thing that struck me, he just said, out of all the things that's that's going on, sometimes he just want to be around friends, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, and and that that was that was, and I recorded that. So, but that was what I believe. It's it's important just that keeping people that's really that really care about you that's mm-hmm. not like in it for your political prestige or wherever you are sure, in life sure. but people that were down for you when you weren't like the top person yeah. you always need that, so, that support you know so, yes. real people in your life for support <laughs> right 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 it's, it's totally important absolutely absolutely yeah we you, you mentioned him a couple times so right let, yeah, the yeah, well, let me afterwards. let me say something about this gentleman oh, no. <laughs> no this this is a brother who i've known for as long as I can say, I mean, I've, I've listened to him. He's been a strong advocate for some years. Carlton Douglas, a funeral home director. I mean, he probably owns about 10, 20 of them right now. But <laughs> <laughs> but I, one thing I know, he was the president of the National Funeral Black Directors Funeral, yeah. Association. So I'll just let him, I'm sure he has a lot to share about uh, Congressman Cummins, and you know, it's just good. I'm good to be here. Well, appreciate that, Brother yes. Hockey. He's our co host today. So uh, he just he, he just introduced the main man, Colton C. Douglas, is in the house. First of all, I apologize. I got a slight uh, respiratory problem. So you may hear me uh, cough every now and then. But good morning to everyone, and it's a pleasure to be here. Uh, with my adopted girl over here, <laughs> Miss Queen, uh, and these fine young people that we have here. I've met you before, uh, of course. and I've heard you before, and powerhouse. And mm-hmm. when you what say, can I say about my you, little brother? When you say you, you're talking about Fran, because like, people are going to be... Yeah, like, Fran. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, we got a few friend. people in the house today. Okay. We, we got a full house today. <laughs> yeah, y'all y'all busy over here today. <laughs> yeah, so you know Fran. You you guys have met before. Yeah, we've met before. And Great people know each other. You yeah, know how can we have <laughs> had on the show? Oh, yeah, right. So the show, you, he mentioned the show. Yeah. So yeah. talk about what, what the show is. That, well, I do two talk shows. Yeah, uh, celebrity in the house, y'all. Celebrity. Uh... First of all, I am a funeral, licensed funeral director. I own the Carlton C. Douglas and founder of the Carlton C. Douglas Funeral Service. Uh, I was the youngest mortician to be president uh, of the National Funeral Directors and Morticians Association, which is the largest organization of minority funeral directors in the world. Mm-hmm. We have members uh, throughout the United States, the Caribbean, London, and Africa. We have over 100 and some members on the continent of Africa alone now. Wow. Um, I also do uh, two talk shows, uh, one on uh, 
Wednesdays from 1 to 2 on WFBR 1590 AM. Uh, and on Fridays, uh, I have been part of the Frank Conaway show at L, uh, which was started by the late Frank Conaway, mm-hmm. who was clerk of the court here in Baltimore City, uh, and who had intended on running for mayor on the Republican side. Really? <laughs> yeah, because just before he died, he switched from a Democrat to a Republican. Is that right? And it, it is my belief that he possibly would have won. My goodness. Uh, but You think he would you know, have flipped the state Republican? No, mm. that, wasn't his, that wasn't his purpose. Okay. His purpose was to give the people another choice mm. and to uh, let everyone know you had another choice and you didn't have to be Democratic to do it. Got it. Uh, and I, that's one of the reasons. See, uh, the Democrats did not treat Frank well. Mm. Uh, and even though they did not treat him as well as they should have, he still persevered and won elections mm-hmm. for him and his family. Because at one time, you had him, his wife Mary, his son Frank Jr., mm-hmm. and his Don't daughter worry. Belinda all in office at the same time. Mm, that's amazing. And that was a heck of a dynasty. Legacy. Uh, and a legacy. Yeah, that's legacy. To be right done, there. you know, during that time. Uh, the only other uh, family that came close to that was the Mitchells here in Baltimore and the Fords in Memphis, Tennessee. Wow. Uh, so it was so quite... So only two black families have yeah, ever done anything like that. Close to that. That's yep. amazing. So, uh, and on Fridays, we come on after uh, Larry Young on 1010 WLB. We are part of the Radio One family, yeah. which is, of course, owned by Dr. Kathy Hughes. Uh, that also owns TV One. Mm-hmm. So uh, we've been doing this for like 10 years on one station and like eight years on another mm-hmm. station. We can tell you got that radio voice. Mm-hmm. You sound like a chief on the radio, like a pastor. Well. Amen. <laughs> Amen. I don't know about that, but. <laughs> you take over the mic. I'll go. Yeah. <laughs> Step in the door. I love it. Yeah. So. So far away. Fire away, I love it. So Elijah Cummings, this is what this is about, a tribute to him. Elijah. Elijah, let's talk about him. Elijah was what I considered one of the sons of the Lion of Judah. Mm. And when you think about the Lion of Judah, you got to think about the late leader of Ethiopia, Halle Selassie, Mm. who was himself uh, allegedly a direct line to Jesus going back Mm -hmm. and was revered and respected by probably every leader on the continent of Africa and those black leaders here in America who were about something. Mm -hmm. Because everybody that was a black leader wasn't about something. Mm -hmm. So, you know. um, That's another show. Yeah, that's another show. However, um, Elijah was a statesman. There are some individuals that you think about and you can talk about and you can say, well, okay, they're great speakers or, you know, they, they talk very well. But Elijah came across as a statesman, not just a, a spokesman. Mm-hmm. And that was the difference. Uh, Elijah, when he stepped into the room, 
demanded your attention. Had presence. Without asking for it. Wow. Uh, I remember the first time hearing him speak uh, was at a church uh, on the corner of Cathedral and Franklin. It used to be the old New Psalmist, but it is now passed it down by Reverend Johnny Golden, who's also a, a great activist. Um, and he had him come to speak one Friday night, and my accountant is a member of that church and invited me to come. And because I knew Elijah, I said, okay, I'll, I'll come and hear him. And his mother and his father at that time were alive, wow. and they came. Both of them, as you probably have heard about uh, Elijah's life, both of them were pastors. They were ministers. Okay. In fact, his mother was the founder of Victory Chapel, which is located up on Town Road. Mm -hmm. Um, getting a lot of history today. It's Victory Prayer it. Chapel. Yeah, mm -hmm. Victory Prayer Chapel. Mm -hmm. And um, they came, uh, and other persons came, and when Elijah took that podium, you thought that the late and one of the greatest preachers in my uh, estimation here in Baltimore was the late Dr. Harold A. Carter Sr. Mm. And one of the greatest ministers, black preachers of all time in my estimation, was Aretha's father, the Reverend C.L. Franklin, of which uh, I also was uh, involved in directing the funeral of uh, Aretha Franklin. Wow. But when Elijah stepped to that podium and spoke that night, you would have thought that he was one of the two. Wow. And I said to myself, I said, Oh my God, this boy must be a preacher or something. <laughs> and that's when I found out that his mother and his uh, father were both uh, pastors and that he must have, and they were Pentecostal preachers. Okay. So yes. you have to remember that Elijah grew up in a Pentecostal background. Oh. Therefore, some of that Pentecostalism <laughs> Was in his blood. I like that word, bro. <laughs> Pentecostalism. Yeah. Yes, sir. It was in his blood. And when he spoke, it came you, out. It came out. Absolutely. Uh, and uh, I remember when Elijah first got into politics, it was because of the Mitchell family. He was part of the Mitchell machine. But can I ask one question? Mm -hmm. I never hear if he had siblings. Uh, was he an only child? No, he had a brother. His brother spoke at the film. Oh, he did have. So I didn't yeah. know. That. That's right. Okay. So yeah, he, he is one of seven. One, yeah, of, one of seven. seven. Yeah. Yes. Wow. See, a lot yeah. of folks don't know that. Okay. So he's one of seven. He's one of mm -hmm. seven. Okay. And so um, they're still living. Yes. Okay. Excellent. Yes. Excellent. Okay. Just wanted to know that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. In fact, the brother I believe that spoke was the it was his son who was killed down at Old Dominion uh, University several, yes. uh, several years ago of which Elijah never got over oh, right he, that that deeply affected him okay when that young man was was murdered down and they've never found who did it mm. that was the other part that really affected him but wow. i remember uh, Elijah Elijah was at City when I was at Edmondson, although I was uh, I came out 67 out of Edmondson, and Elijah came out of City 69. So we like two, two years difference. Mm -hmm. And he went on to Howard, 
University, became a Phi Beta Kappa, which is something to be said about, yeah. uh, and then went on to the University of Maryland Law School. And I remember when he and uh, uh, former attorney Ed Smith uh, started the law office of Smith and Cummings. Uh, and then, and it's an it's a old story about, uh, you know, Ed was a little bit of a high-profile lawyer uh, that, you know, if you're really in trouble, Ed Smith was one of the people to go to. He, Billy Murphy, and Dwight Pettit <laughs> okay. back in that day, you know. And uh, Elijah... If you went to Elijah and had a problem, and if you ain't had no money at all, Elijah gonna take you. <laughs> and it became a little, uh, you know, Ed would say, uh, Elijah, we also need some money, <laughs> you, know, you know. And that's when I believe Elijah realized that his calling okay. was not just in that law office, okay. but it was to be a public servant. Mm -hmm. And that's when he... Uh, somehow got hooked up with the Mitchell machine mm -hmm. and uh, Clarence the third. And you got to realize at that time, the Mitchell dynasty included Perrin, who was the, uh, not the patriarch, because really Clarence Jr. was the patriarch mm -hmm. who was considered the 101st senator mm. in Congress uh, by being the lobbyist for the NAACP, they considered him technically to be the 101st senator wow. because he would, he would be on uh, Capitol Hill as much as the senators would. <laughs> he lived there. Yeah, he practically lived up there trying to get these bills, you know, passed. That's amazing. Uh, and then you had Perrin who decided to run for the 7th Congressional District, first African-American, to get that seat. And I have to remind folks right now, as everyone is wondering who's going to take the place of Elijah in the 7th Congressional District, that's not the same Congressional District anymore. That's not the same Congressional District that Perrin and Kwaisi uh Represented. So tell us a little about that. What do you mean by that? Well, it, it, the uh, district has been split up into some other districts. You know, mm. there was <clears throat> there was a deal. There was some deals made in my in my opinion that should not have been made. Uh, why Elijah did not fight for it more to keep it as it was, I don't know. But part of um, uh, what's the guy in Baltimore County? Uh, used to be county executive, but he's now a congressman. Dutch uh, Ruppersberger. Dutch, Dutch. Yeah, part of uh, a deal was made to uh, give part of the seventh congressional district into Dutch's district, and uh, that's I, why Randallstown is so yeah, cut up. That's why it's so cut up. And then you got Howard County. Howard County really was not a part of it. Uh, so, so what uh, was the deal for for this? Well, nobody knows. That's the problem. Nobody knows what the deal was except for the fact that that they got that, all this. that somebody wanted it done that way. And the question is, I always would like to know who. Who? Mm -hmm. uh, and 
You can't say it was necessarily done under a Republican governor either when the, when the redistricting happened. Mm-hmm. And that's a little baffling too. So um, uh, people now have to realize that uh, that's not the same old district that Perrin Mitchell and Kwasi and Fume represented. It is now uh, a, a district which is shaped differently, cut up differently, and you have a lot more um, people in that district who have their own agendas. And uh, it's going to be interesting to see who's going to run for that seat. But as I have said on the show ever since uh, Elijah passed on my two shows, I don't think we should be that concerned about who's going to get that seat. I think the seat we need to be concerned about is who Nancy Pelosi is going to put into that chairmanship. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. Of that committee Absolutely. that he chaired in Congress. But can't the wife's... Uh, yeah, her name has been mentioned. Oh, uh, okay. She can't, uh, her I name she has been mentioned. In fact, uh, I'll go she, as far as... That's not how it works. Okay. Yeah. Uh, in fact, Joe Madison, who is a renowned talk show host on Urban View, is pushing for it. Um, I don't know if this will work, but I tell you, uh, one person whose name has been mentioned... And uh, it's going to be interesting to see if he would like to get back into the fray. It's Kwaisi and Fume. Because (coughs) if Kwaisi decided that he wanted that position back, and he won, he could get it. He could get it. Not only that, but he goes back with seniority. Exactly. That's why he ought to get it. But the question is the vetting process. Will that be an issue? uh, Well, really? We got a president that grabs women. Ooh. by their, We got a president. Ooh. We got Come a president. On. We got a president. Miss Friend, tell me how you really feel. We got a man sitting in the highest seat. Come on, friend. That grabs Come women on. by their private parts and talks about it on the news. Hello. Hey. Stop it. Cut out all this nonsense about vetting. Vet the one that should have been vetted already. Ooh. Go vet that one. Miss okay. Friend, I'm gonna calm tell, down now. Listen, tell them how you really feel. <laughs> I'm gonna calm down yeah, but now. I, 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 agree with, I agree with Fred. I Me too. Like, I agree with you on that. I, I, I mean, they're gonna call somebody skeletons saying. out. They better yeah. go get them skeletons that's already in the White House that's walking right. around the halls right now today. Hello. But you know what's so amazing <laughs> is that is gonna be an issue with every race now. Well, that you know you'll be able to underline it and say the president is a mess. Exactly. <laughs> so, but anyway, okay. So you say he is one of the best candidates. I with believe the seniority that, that he can maybe be. Yeah, if he wins, can he get the gavel? If he well, mm. if he wins, okay, he goes back with seniority. Mm. Now, what? What would com- that mean? Help that us out. Mean, Work with that us. That would mean that, depending on his seniority, it's a possibility that he could get his chairmanship mm. of a committee. Yeah, don't forget that this had man. That much time in. Well, wow. it's not just the time. Okay. Kwaisi knows people. He yeah. has relationships. He already yeah. has trust. He doesn't right. have to build it. Yes, yeah. ma'am. Okay. He's not going to be the one that gets the office down in the basement with the broke down, uh, <laughs> bent up desks and, and the rusted out file cabinets. That's yeah. not who this brother's getting an uh, office with a view. Right. Okay. I, I hear that. That's and right. access. But the question is. Um, and you know, and this coming is this is coming with all love. Does he have the heart for the people? That that's that's what Black Box Radio is about. We're neutral. We don't know a lot of these candidates. Quasi has a mystique, but does he have the heart for the people? And, and will we flourish? Kwaisi has that's, the heart for the people. Yeah, Kwaisi 
has issues like all the rest of us have and is relatable to the people. Okay. Kwaisi knows this game. He knows where the where the bodies are buried and where the <laughs> skeletons are hung. Uh-oh. He knows a whole Ooh. bunch of stuff that you got to have some in your arsenal. <laughs> a brand new person, a brand new person with no experience and no real sense of how this game is played. They you you know you, you can so let me just go here. You can be married to somebody and still not know what you think you know. Miss mm. Fram, this is a Elijah Cummings show. And, okay. <laughs> Keep us there. You go, just, you opening no, up a closet. I'm, no, I'm just saying. <laughs> but you're right. That you're right. There are a lot of people who believe that Mrs. Maya Rocky Moore Cummings should be the the natural person to ascend to this seat. Okay. I don't agree with that. So you do not agree? No, I do not agree with that. Neither Ma- do and, I. And, and Maya is Can we smart. Get, wait, 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 Miss friend. Brother Haki, where you at? Well, go ahead. I'll let her finish. I, mean, I just want to yeah, know I'll what you... Ma- Maya okay. is smart. She is educated. Mm-hmm. She is attractive. She is all of those things, but none of those things will work to, to um, automatically create synergy for the relationships that she's going to have to pull together in order to be effective and efficient at this job you can be beautiful as you want to be but when you walk in the room your beauty don't mean nothing what can you bring to the table that somebody else wants in order for you to get what you need so you need those relationships you have to have them well i'll go one better hit me hit it since the congressman has been interred into Loudon Park, I can say what I got to say right All now. All right now, say it, bro. About uh, Mrs. Cummings, mm. I was trying to be respectful till he was in the ground. <laughs> I don't like the fact, yes, sir, <laughs> that when the speaker of the House position was up, uh, Mrs. Cummings allegedly wanted someone who did not look like us to get that position and threatened members of the Black Caucus to go along with the deal. We broke it on our show. Wow. And I'm not taking it back. This is all true, bro. Oh, yes. It's all true. You broke it. Oh, yes. Me. Oh, yes. Okay, Haki. Which made me feel that she is not the correct person, in my opinion, to be leader of the Democratic caucus in this mm. state. So for her, you know, when she did that, mm-hmm. she lost me as, uh, as, as being respectful of what she was trying to do. So she, she lost is a not, lot of people. She, she's not a uh, politician. She's, no. She's just a, the widow, right? She's the widow. Who wants to ascend she into politics. She wants to be there. Got it. She wants to be in politics. You, you know, you I have want to, to get clear. Yeah, you have to realize she came out of Charlie Rangel's office. Okay. okay. Ooh, okay. We New York now. Um, no, so, so I, I'll just add. Um, well, you know, well, you know, yeah, okay. I, yeah. Okay. So, so um, I, and I don't know all of her background. But okay. She certainly has worked for like two Congress men, Charlie Rangel, and, and there was one more that she worked for. Yeah. Like, yeah. so, I mean, she has her consulting. So you're saying she has experience when well, it comes what to I'm, what I'm saying, policy, but not really a politician. So I, I'll say she's she's been on, 
you know, in, in Congress, to walk in the halls of Congress Got sometimes. She know, She's been present. She knows some of the Black Caucus members. Got it. You know, and they know her. Enough to threaten she them? The, she was the executive I mean, I director of the CBC for a while, too. But knowing oh, okay. people in the yes. hallway yeah, and being... It's, it's different. It's different, mm-hmm. yes. Uh, so, I mean, you, you can't compare... I mean, not saying you, but no, absolutely. We, we couldn't realistically say that she has the equivalent to a question yep. you know but but I, I, what I will say is as of recently I mean and things do change you know in Congress now I mean and I don't know how much informate mr. informe is in for instance you know walking the halls of Congress now mm-hmm. uh, you know comparative as well as right now you know there's a different Democratic Party for instance in in Maryland mm-hmm. you know and sometimes those relationships matter right now with the younger generation of activists and and, and I'll just say that I mean and, and for me and he hasn't necessarily announced or you know there's others that have so you think he's a better candidate I'm not gonna you know it's, it's almost like you can pick between almost like equivalents of sorts, you know, um, because both of them equally have some level of experience. But we, we have to realize something. Whoever get this seat, they may be there for the next 20, 20 years. But the question, you know? has she been a politician? Even if, because we know so, Mfume's no, been no, there. No, she hasn't He's been, been in the halls. She hasn't been elected to. She's been consulting. Outside of the, the, uh, the Maryland Democratic Party chairmanship. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm which is the statewide position, more so elected by the Central Committee members. Got it. So Not we, by the people. We voted for her. Um, I can't recall who the previous uh, chairman was. She was in Montgomery County. But um, so, you know, it's but but ultimately, this is not about the Central Committee people picking. Yeah, it's going to go sound like right. Sound like you put the hockey on the spot here no, now. Remember, okay. he's a Democratic Central Committee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right, bro. I'm not trying to put my, you on the spot, bro. I just want to know your analysis. No, and, and <laughs> here's my analysis. And, and I'll give you this example. I've, I've worked with the Maryland Legislative Black Caucus over the past few years. Okay. My senator nominated me recently to be on the board, of, and I'll find out if I'm selected. Excellent, <laughs> next, excellent. Next two weeks from now. Excellent. Uh, but, you know, even in Annapolis, I'll just say that those relationships matter. And I need to see people, even the people that's running for mayor, some of them I've never seen at the Black Caucus events for the past I mean, since I've been going the past eight or nine years. So I'm like, I really need to see people like right there, right now. So let me ask a question. Uh, you know, showing up every single year at least, not necessarily during a 90-day session. Okay. But, I, you know, I need to see you, man. I mean, there's people running from there, Brother Carlton, that yeah. they've never been. Like, I mean, I'm just like, this is the state. This is what, you know, the, the police department and the uh Education, mm-hmm. the funds come from the state. But I just always yes. wonder, is politics the vote of the people or is politics the relationships that you make? Because when people talk about politicians, it's always about their relationships, but you got to be voted in. So is the vote the actual movement or is the relationships the movement? Well, it depends. Uh, politics can be by the people, but it also can be a popularity contest. 
Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, that's and, and that's what we got to get out of. Right. Yeah. We got to get out of this popularity contest deal well, and look at the person <laughs> that can do the best for the people mm-hmm. of whatever you vote for. If it's the mayor, mm-hmm. then, okay, do we want the same old same? Do we want uh, something new? Uh, uh, let's hear what you got. Let's hear the candidates explain to us what they're going to do for the city of Baltimore. Well, I don't necessarily want to see what they're going to do. I want to I want to I want to look back at what they've done because you got all new. these people. Yeah, but well, some of them are new. Some of, no, but, but what have they done? Ooh. You don't have to be in office to do something. Well, that's true. That's true. That's you true. don't have to be in office to go feed some kids, yeah. put a coat on somebody, don't have one, yeah, right. find somebody you're a right job, right. give yeah. some, get, take a homeless person and get them a cup of coffee. You're what right. are you doing that shows that you truly have a heart of service to step into this job that is supposed to be all about service? Yeah. You don't have to be an elected official yeah, you're right. to you're right. show so right. what kind of heart you have so that will right. qualify you for the consideration to sit in this seat. See, that's Cummings. But that's and what that's, I was saying about mm-hmm. the harvesting. If we are making these, these but listen, type of... Uh, it doesn't even have to be about the harvesting because they clearly have not groomed anyone. That's why we mm-hmm. don't know who is going to step up. It <laughs> has never been about the harvesting. Okay. What it really has been about is what is what is the home training? See, Cummings didn't learn how to be a public servant in the Maryland General Assembly. Mm-hmm. He learned that at the, at, in the, at the house. Mm-hmm. At the house with Mr. and Mrs. Cummings. Oh, that's right. That's where he learned that. And all that speaking, that that wonderful, motivating, inspiring, encouraged, that didn't come from Lena K. Lee or John Jeffries or 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 Mike Miller or, or or McFadden. It didn't come from any of those people. He took that there with him. Right. He took it with him. Mm-hmm. They learned from him. Before he even had anything in his mind that he thought he could teach them, he was teaching them. That's amazing. Because he went there with it. His parents, his parents, and I, you know, I love them. I knew them. They knew me. Uh, his mother was one of the people that prayed over me, even when I didn't have sense enough to pray over myself. She kept me covered. And I will forever be grateful to her. Mm-hmm. His brothers and sisters, they all know me. Mm-hmm. They all know me, and if I if I would if I could define it, I would say I would say that I am an honorary member of the Cummings family because I've been thing. in this mix that long, and I've done that much. Not because I had to, and not because he asked me to, mm-hmm. but because I cared about them, and they cared about me. That is beautiful. That's beautiful. So, so who is that person? Who is that person that's got the home training? That's got the foundation already so in you place? Say in Fume. If you he know, wants to run, so that's that's what I'm hearing. You know, I hope I hope that he would give it some serious yeah, consideration. I, uh, you know, consider yes, anyway. at least consider. Has but there the been any Queen, any any voices huh? out on the streets? What's the streets at about Infomet? Has there well, been the any na- the name, calling? The name came up several times on our shows last week. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, and that's when we learned about the fact that if he did win. Mm-hmm. The seniority yes. would kick in, yes. which would yes. be to the, his advantage and to the state's advantage of having a congressperson 
take over the agency with some seniority but see, and not go in as a rookie. I'm telling them Republicans right. will fall right. down. Right. It's going to be right. something. Yeah. Because you can't, be we, cannot, we cannot make the mistake. It would truly be a mistake to replace this giant yeah. with someone who 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 can has no hope of filling the shoes? Yeah, you know that that's a, that's a big sentence right there. Well, I would like to add that uh, I was listening to L. Wild Larry Young show today, and he said interestingly that he said something about seven out of ten people that he talked to. I don't know if you heard him. He said they were talking about Talmadge Branch. Talmadge, hmm. yeah, Talmadge's yeah, name came up. Yeah, yeah, yeah Talmadge's name. I, you know, I mean, I, know uh, he said I don't know. Here's the problem, and I know it's gonna be some folk that goes, what we going about? Uh, <laughs> first of all, you've never had an elected mayor from East Baltimore, and I don't know of anyone from East Baltimore, like a Talmadge branch, could be able to carry the full breadth and length of the seventh congressional West district. Howard County. Right. No, and, and, and I agree with that. I agree. Right. I agree. Oh, that's I real. That's real. Talk Western right Howard there. County that's not is part against East Baltimore, y'all. Now, don't <laughs> no, you know? Right. It, yeah. it's, it's real talk. It's yes. yes, and it's yes. history. You know, yes. it's history. That's what's happening. See, and the other thing I wanted to say, because because you're from New York, you're from New York, correct? Originally. Okay. Mm-hmm. What you have to realize about Baltimore politics in the past is that. Uh, there were political entities that controlled what was to who was going to run, mm-hmm. uh, what you were going to run for. Yeah. Uh, let me tell you that Irv Coven, Jack Pollock, <laughs> Willie Adams machine was yeah. nothing to play with. Yeah, but it doesn't so what exist machine anymore. Is that? But it does not exist anymore. So you don't anymore. have clear us any... up. What's that? What is the kind of machine? These were good people who well, influenced? You, you had, yeah. Influencers. You had people who influenced mm-hmm. who, who ran for what office and when you ran. Mm. Okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't have the political machines anymore like that. Mm-hmm. So therefore, that's why you got uh, situations like when running for mayor, you got seven blacks running. And counting. Okay. And counting. And counting. Exactly. And then white folks will get together and say, okay, well. We can split this vote. We can split this vote. And up this time it's not going to just be so split. In. This time it's going to be fractured. Yeah, it's going to be fractured. Ooh, we're in trouble. Yes, we are. So you got we got a real problem here coming up in the election. Now, here's the thing that you got to look at, though. This election, primary election for mayor, usually the person who wins the Democratic nomination and wins the primary election usually is going to be your mayor. Mm -hmm. It's very, very, in fact, I've never heard about in the general election that someone winning the mayorship Mm -hmm. against the Democratic front runner. Okay, if um, now, of course, a lot of people feel that Sheila lost on the right end and that can be debated. Uh, However, you got to remember this time 
You got the mayor's election at the same time you got a presidential election. The most crucial presidential election in, in the history of the United States, Say in my it. opinion. Absolutely. Say it. Say it. Okay. <laughs> That means folk gonna come out that ain't never came out before. Mm -hmm. They already coming. The issue's gonna be, okay, does that primary person that won the election, is that a shoe-in? Or is something going down in that general election that you ain't never seen before? And then who's gonna be your man? You gotta look at that. Because mm. the, at that time, the independent can run. Mm -hmm. And there's already three to four candidates on the Republican side mm -hmm. who are African American. Right? Mm -hmm. wow. Okay. Really? So yeah. this is going to be a real, real throwdown. So we have, after, <clears throat> with Trump as the head of the Republican Party, we have black people who, want, who are Republicans and functioning as Republicans? Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Although mm -hmm. I don't know why they ain't spoke out against this clown. I, I, I don't get it. I. How do you run for something not saying something Me about your... But Catalina Bird is, is one that's running, and she's been a Republican for years. Ooh, and she she's running for... Sometimes. Yeah, but she runs sometimes. on the... Right. But she runs on the Republican <laughs> ticket. Right, right, right. Yeah. Okay, so let's, um, let's, let's get back to Elijah and, and kind of move on to legacy and what he left. And um, what, how is, like, the community going to flourish from what he's done? Because... I was, as I've been, you know, reading, reading and listening to the accounts. He signed some subpoenas on the his day deathbed. before he died. This, this is this is what I'm talking about. This is some <coughs> servant stuff right here. That's what I'm saying. You are know you're transitioning mm -hmm. and you're signing. Mm -hmm. So he's still working mm -hmm. at the end. Mm -hmm. that's, that's, a, that's a warrior. Yes. So he was still very in the process at yes. the end. Yes. Um, mm. That's amazing. So that subpoena is what we're working through now, probably. That's yes. something that is actually working in real time. Yes. You know, family, that's legacy. That when you, what you do in your life will extend past your life. So do great stuff. Mm -hmm. Because legacy is just that. So he's keeping the, the investigation is going forward because of his Right, it's because it's committee work. Mm -hmm. And the committee has an acting chair. Okay. And the acting chair is moving the work forward. Wow. So what? the committee doesn't stop because the chairman left. They get it. It's, it's, the acting chair yes. is in place. It's like it's like a tire on a car. Mm -hmm. You got four tires. You get you have a blowout. You change Cummings it. was the blowout. Got it. You change the tire, air it up, you roll out. So who who functions now in his role? The acting chairman. Yes, the acting chair. And they have the gav is, gavel and until have, it's, it's a, a white lady out of uh, New York. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so she would... She, but she's ter uh, temporary, interim. Right, she's interim. Pelosi makes mm -hmm. So Pelosi has the power to yeah. nominate. Mm -hmm. So what's the what's, what's what's that about? So who who are we talking going to... Have not heard any names yet. You haven't now, heard any been, names. They've been holding that close, close to the vest. Close to the vest. Real close to the vest on that one. Okay, who's so no one's it. been talking mm -hmm. about that one. Okay, Those so names have been mentioned. Uh, do you think anybody has promised that we can... Well, I don't know whether – here's what we talked about last week on whether she's going to go with seniority of someone who's on the committee or is she going to say, hey, I got to put another Lion of Judah 
in that She's got to put another lion in. And that's what I would hope she does. She's, she's, she needs she's to She's a very shrewd lady. Yes, so. she, yes, is. she, is. yes she is. I mean, it'll be but different. See, if, I, if it's somebody who's weak, I don't know. Because she's a very shrewd And lady. I wouldn't, listen, I don't know that it happened. <laughs> but at that funeral Friday, mm. I'm sure there was some conversations <laughs> on the side at that service. And I would not be surprised. Not saying that it happened. I would not be surprised if she made me nudged quite in the ear mm. oh. to wow. consider coming back. Well, well, that's some I, I, that's I a big language that, right that, there. That, uh, <laughs> she will, Nancy Pelosi will be back in town on November the second. Uh, there's a Maryland, yeah, the Maryland Democratic Party event. That, oh, okay. Uh, that Dr. Maya and the well, tell Party. Nancy Pelosi to box up. We need her on black no, box. No, what I'm going to do try to get you in there. Absolutely. <laughs> get you in there. I'm talking to me to come on in here and get some of right, these, um, right. no, get you in get some of this juice and brownies, bro. I can tell you, Nancy probably not going to come to come you, on, but Nancy. if you can find a way to her, you need to, you need to, you need to get up underneath her. Come on, Nancy Love. So, come see us, shawty. Come see us. Bring, bring, bring the camera guy up there. We, we, we <laughs> yeah, want to interview. We, can, we, can, we definitely would love to have Nancy because she's a shrewd lady. Yeah. She's a shrewd lady and she's a shrewd lady who from loved coming. She's from, she's from uh, Baltimore. Who's from she, Baltimore? Nancy. Nancy Pelosi. Her, yeah. Come on. Yes. That was her brother yes. that, I, that died last week. Uh, yeah, Delisandro. De yeah. And her daddy was mayor before her brother. Right. She's a big yeah. Yes, she is. Yes, she is. Yes, <laughs> yes. And she had uh, a strong friendship and relationship with Cummings as yeah. well. Oh, so, so wow. she's not, she's yeah, she not, is. that's not not just anybody. Nancy yeah. is not feeling just anybody right. for that seat. She is yep. not going to dishonor her friend no. by putting someone in there that cannot be effective to get the job done. Because right now the job is to get 45 out of the seat. Yeah. Yes. And they need somebody that can go in there and kickbox for real. Yeah. <laughs> yes. She yes. knows that she's not going to put somebody in there that cannot help her get it done. You're right, Frank. So that's what I said. It's going to be very interesting. Yes. Very interesting. Yes, yes, yes. You know, it is such a, a blessing to have you guys because you, you guys know background. You, you, you know things that most folks don't know. And the community needs to hear this because those that type of politics affects us on yeah. a micro level it does you know it will i didn't know that she was a be more girl and mm -hmm. a festive comment from trump must have made her go mm -hmm, i'm coming for you anyway mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah well yeah. he's he's gonna say some things that did that that probably twisted, twisted a wig a little bit yeah you know yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. he messed with the wrong one yeah. yeah and then when he's when he talked so crazy about uh baltimore yeah and was so insulting to all but, the people here. So but I love the way Elijah handled it. Yeah, come on. He come did see not us. come back at him like he talked about Baltimore. Mm -mm. He mm -mm. actually came out on a walker mm -hmm. in the street, stood up, and invited the president to come to Baltimore yep. and see for himself. Right. He made some grace on him. He put right. some grace on that. Right. States, oh, that's Captain a Crunch. Right. Yes, that is true. That's Absolutely. a statesman. Yeah, that's see, a statesman. and when you talk about the statesman piece, I don't care who runs for this seat. None of them have the experience to step into the statesman piece yeah. the way Kwasi does. Yep. Because yeah. he's already been all over everywhere, yeah. done a little bit of everything. Right. He can bring whatever level of uh, understanding or um, cooperation 
to the table that he needs to in order to affect whatever he's trying to accomplish. See, a lot of people don't have that kind of political maturity, you know, and you don't get it just because somebody votes for you. You get that by standing the test of time and being able to make it through the fire. This is a man who can walk through the fire. Yeah. You get ready to get a call on your phone. Oh, they ain't calling me because <laughs> you they don't have them look, for the, the full I love them. I love them. I love them. But well, they do not have. About. I'm sorry. I said they do. The emotion and emotion. The emo- oh. <laughs> they, are, they don't have <laughs> enough money. Ooh. I'm sorry. They don't have enough money. Let's change the game. I am, I am. I am effectively and very happily retired. Okay, well that's why we got yes, you on the mic. Yes, yes. I, I love and that. I, you and you so, are really in this and that corner. is why I can share the way that I do. Because you don't, because they can't do nothing to me but pay me. Ooh, go ahead, Miss. For Fred. the rest of my natural <laughs> black life, I'm gonna get that check. So that's thank you. you, thank you, Elijah. Love you, boy. <laughs> thank you. Black thank excellence. You. Hook the sister up. I lo- okay, <laughs> and now and now I got your back, boss. Deuces. I got your back. Deuces. I love it. I love it. Man. And boy, Elijah must got lonely because he came back and got John Carnes. <laughs> they sure did he last said, night. Hey, hold it! Sure I am a sixty-eight, did. and you ninety. Yeah. Come, come on, on, boy. Come on, come on home. Yeah, John I went said, yesterday. Another, another giant. Yeah. yeah. Amazing. Founder of the Black Caucus. Yeah. Of the Congressional Black Caucus. Mm-hmm. He said, "I need somebody to fight with." It. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Let's come on, come on up here and let's do some things. Mm. So here we go again, yeah. another, another home going. Eh? Yeah. Wow, yeah. that that's that's amazing. Well, I'd like to throw out a name, you guys check him out. But uh, uh, we've been getting a lot of a uh, lot of talk about a young man that's running for mayor, uh, Ricky Vaughn. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh, Ricky is a very successful entrepreneur here in Baltimore. He owns, oh. from what I understand, he's a, he's, he is in the millionaire category. Oh, is he? Uh, and he owns, yeah, he owns several franchises. Over 100 of them. Over 100. Mm-hmm. That's wow. saying a whole lot. I ain't know that mm. many. Yeah, Ricky's yeah. my friend on Facebook. Ricky, um, box up. So keep, keep your eye on him. I um, want to try to get in contact with him and have him come on the show because we'd like to know a lot more about him because mm-hmm. when you're talking about 100 I didn't know about telling yeah, Hakeem yeah, just yeah, said 100. Yeah. Now, that really is piquing changed, my interest. Yeah, that changed yeah. the whole thing. Because when you, you, you know, you, you're dealing with 100 franchises, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. a lot of money. But there's a lot of people with no experience running, like the Stokey uh, guy. He's yeah. like from Baltimore. It's a lot of them who are just young men and they're very successful. Yeah. And they're, just, they're running for mayor. Yeah, but we need to know about them. Yeah, we do. We and uh, not just for uh, franchises. Po- politically, but we need yeah, to know Mr. about Yeah, Mr. Vaughn, he got 100 fran- franchises. Yeah. He's putting several hundred people to work. That's yes. what I'm saying. That, that's, that's, noteworthy. Yeah. that's noteworthy. That's yeah. noteworthy. Yeah. That's noteworthy. We need to holler yeah, at that brother. We need to see who yeah. he is. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. So we we, we want to try to get to know him a little better. Um, and he's very articulate from what I've heard um, on some call-ins that he's done. He's very articulate and very intelligent. So. Well, he would have to be running a hundred franchises. He's making a hundred. He's he making a hundred decisions. Well, Frank, a he does get credit to his wife now. Oh well, uh, uh, you know? oh, certainly, certainly. Every great man. All y'all gotta have one of our that's hands right. in your back. Yeah, I know that's right. Tell Come him, on friend. now. I ain't Come on now. Tell him how you really. I know you're working, Darlene, but you you heard Fran, didn't you? Yes, that's right. Keep your hand on his back, sister. That's my wife. Happy life, happy wife. 
That's what Tom was saying. Man, above myself. Frank Conway started that. Oh. <laughs> well, guys, we're going to get the, the last will and testament from everyone. You know, we want to talk about Elijah um, and end it up. Let's, you know, just talk about his life. Miss Fran? One word, servant. Mm. Everywhere he went, everything that he did, his intention, um, servant, service, always, always, everything came from a heart of service. Mm. And that was for his constituents. He served his staff. He served his family. He's everyone, mm. servant. And there will never be another servant like this servant. Um, I know when he got to the gate, hmm. they just opened it up and told him, your parents are right over here. Mm. That's amazing. And Christopher is waiting for you too. Mm. You know, servant. Servant. So good luck finding another servant. Look up, look up Kwesi, serve somebody. Here we um, go. Another pitch. With a quickness, okay? Because <laughs> we need you. We need you. We need you. We need you. So, but service. Service. Yes. That's a beautiful thing. Brother Hakeem? Well, I want I want to just add something real fast. Um, there, there's a book called the, the Peacock Elite, and it's the history of the Black Caucus. Maybe uh, I'll share it with you as well, Brother Carlton. Um, it's written by the um, former Ron. He's a congressman out of uh, New York. Owens. Owens. Okay. But you know, it's the history of the Black Caucus, and I read that to really get an understanding of you know the role and the history of the black caucus but um in terms of quite i'm sorry <laughs> she got me talking right. about it's not elijah but, but can we elijah stay with elijah yes, thank you thank you <laughs> but um you know just true transformational leader powerful voice for the voiceless uh you know he gave me inspiration to be in public service and you know uh, as i said in several of my interviews as miss fran said you can't replace that wisdom and years of experience. You mm-hmm. can, you, we only can do what we do and, and become better and listen and learn from what he do has done and mm-hmm. add on to that. So Absolutely. I'll just say that. That's Thank beautiful. You. Brother Colt. Good and faithful servant, job well done. Mm. We know that there was a mansion waiting for him. And uh, his legacy will never be forgotten. Uh, even from a funeral service perspective, Elijah had, had, had to have had the largest mm. funeral in my lifetime. Really? The only other funeral I heard of that, and, and it's hard to judge because the church wasn't as large, but the throngs of people were outside uh, was uh, the late uh, band leader, um, mm, named escapes me, but he he founded uh, uh, mm-hmm. Ella Fitzgerald, Chick Webb. Chick Webb. Mm-hmm. Uh, the old timers used to tell me that Chick Webb had a funeral so large that it went into the evening and people were all up in the trees and the throngs of people at Waters A and M across from Waters A and B was just f- f- phenomenal. Wow. Uh, but there was never a number put to the crowd. Mm-hmm. But I can tell you now, it was over 4,000 people in New Psalms. New Psalms holds 4,000. And uh, they cut it off. I couldn't even get in. Mm. Uh, they cut it off. 
and uh, plus the nation watched that funeral. Absolutely. So it's probably will be in the, in the archives as the largest funeral, not just black person funeral, but the largest funeral uh, that has ever happened in Baltimore. So wow. it's very, uh, as Fran has talked about, we got to put another line of Judah in that spot. Yes, sir. And uh, I, you know, I'll I'll put my neck on the chopping block and go along and agree with Fran. It ought to be Kwesi Unfume. Wow, believe it. Believe it. We get some really declarations to today. Believe it. it. Really ought to be. It really ought I to hope be. It, I hope it is. Uh, but you're gonna see a fight for that seat. Yes, that's true. You're gonna see a major fight for our seat, and everybody fighting for it ain't gonna be looking like us. Mm. Hello. Mm. Wow. That can't happen. Okay. No. So, no. And no. I'm telling you, Perrin Mitchell, fought, we fought too hard to get Perrin in to get that seat because it had not been held by us mm-hmm. before Perrin. And it hasn't been held by anyone other than us, us since. since. And we cannot give no, it back. Because we come in the door, we knock it in, and that's we it. Can't, we can't give it back. We can't give it back. Well, quasi. Come to Black Box Radio. You got some advocates. <laughs> no, come Box to up. all our radios. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> come to everybody. Absolutely. Come see the Black Radios. Yeah. Yeah. Come to the, come see us because it looks like he can galvanize a lot of. Backers. May I say something to you all? Of course. We need you guys. I I had never heard about you guys until Queen called me and asked me to be on the air today. But I commend you. We need you. I'm going to tell you how bad we need you. This morning on Joe Madison's show, Joe talked about a white right-wing pastor who got on podcast radio and said that if Donald Trump is removed from office by any means— not saying just impeachment. At first he said impeachment. Then he changed and said any means that it's going to be a civil war that the cowboys, the mountain guys, and the veterans need to get their guns. Wow. That is inciting a riot, mm-hmm. violence. And we need something to counteract that. And you guys are the ones that can counteract that along with us others who are fortunate to have other means of communication to the public. But this is what you got to watch out for. This guy is not going to leave office with just a goodbye. Not willingly. Trust me on this one. Mm -hmm. Okay? And we got to keep our eyes, our ears open, and we got to do everything we can to keep humanity intact. I'm through. Beautiful, but we need to galvanize too as as a community because this is we have a real attack. This is a real attack. Yeah, and so um, it's like we talk about Trumpy, but he has a lot of people who's worse than him. Oh, absolutely. Oh. He's a bug, but there's some super bugs out there. Absolutely. Yeah. So we got to be very diligent, and we got to support each other's media. We got to get this out to the community yeah. because we we kind of sleep. Yes, and we got to wake up. Yes, because when we wake up, <laughs> everything's already done. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we got to stay in the community, keep talking about this, keep talking about our greatness. Elijah Cummings was a hero. Mm-hmm. We had a giant, and um, I hope that we're able, as you guys, we've talked about today, to replace him with someone who's worthy of that role. And 
from henceforth, I guess, um, we're not harvesting, so we're definitely just putting up candidates. Am I right? Because there's no, there's no grooming going right, on. There's no grooming no. going on. No, we're no, not grooming not. anything. Because we have a lot of talent. We have a lot of great lawyers out here. Mm-hmm. Why don't we think about this? But we got to get some, some unity to, to make that but happen. See, just, just grabbing somebody to groom them means nothing if that person is really not interested. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, there's so people many have people. To come, there, yes. Yeah, present themselves. Yes, there are so many people that are smart enough. Mm-hmm. They have the energy. They've got the drive. They can create relationship. They can do so many other things. But if they are really not interested because they are already on a path that they want to be on, you can't snatch them off of where they are to put them where you want them to be. They have to want to go that way. We have to find the ones that really want to go that, that want way. Service, yeah. and, and that will be conducive to the grooming because we've got a lot of people to say they want to be in office but when you tell them what they really need to do to be in office they're not trying to hear that because it doesn't mesh with this ego thing that they're carrying along with them to get there and that that's the so other. people don't know the whole totality of being a politician no they yeah. do no they do not and and, the- and, and and that that being a politician that's that'll get you to a check but it will not get you to what you really need to become in order to be the public servant. I'm telling you, it's not the same thing. You you can't be a public servant that's a politician. And a politician, if you're going to be a politician, then you're really not a public servant. Mm. And just as Fran said, you're going to have to do the Quincy Jones on folk. Mm. <laughs> when they did We Are the World, yes. leave your ego at the door. At the door, at the yes. Door. And that's a problem. That's why you can't get qual- real good qualified candidates to even run for president of the United States. Mm-hmm. Do you think this is the best we could get? Mm-mm. Heck no. But they don't want to go through it scrutiny. Right. <laughs> yeah. Well, same thing for mayor. Oh. You, you think this is the best we got that you have heard Jack so Young. far? We already have the best. We have Jack Young. and he's gonna. Re- but is he the very again? best? You guys put him. Oh no, he's not voted in. He is. I that's think, right. Uh, that's right. I don't know, but I. But I think that Jack brings experience to the table. To the table, yeah. Because he know, he certainly knows the process, and he yes. and and he can play this game. But the thing that makes Jack different than any other people is that Jack is teachable, and when he really needs to know something he reaches out to the people that he knows mm-hmm. knows the answer to the question not that's going to create the answer that he wants to hear yeah you know um jack young was mentored by cummings they spoke every day they spoke every day there yes we you know, know and there's that's stuff that, there's so many things that wow. people just think they know but mm-hmm. they don't know what they don't know wow they don't jack young i think is um gonna give some people a run for their money and I hope that run ends up back in the mayor's office. Oh. I really do. Fran. Fran is coming to that. I'm not I'm, but I'm not but don't call me. I'm not working on no campaigns. <laughs> oh no Fran, you can't back out now. I know that's right. You can't back out now, Fran. You know, I, I got some advice for you, I got some words for you. If you call me up and you ask me what I think about something I'm gonna share. But you know what we would never know that they spoke every day. They spoke no, no. How about, yeah, it was something new to me. Yeah, that, that's, that's amazing. That okay, yes. so he was mentored by a Yes, giant. yes, he was. Yes, he was. And he was receptive to what he was told and did the things that he needed to do and would not be in the position that he is in had he not. Mm. 
So, well, let's go to work, Baltimore. Let's go to work. All right, family. So we're definitely going to step up out of here. But uh, we want everybody to uh, kind of reintroduce themselves, reacclimate themselves, and also plug themselves. Tell us how to get in touch with you, what you've done, how great you are. We heard, friend, how great you are. We want to hear some more. Exactly like uh, your handles, social media, anything that you want to leave with the people. Well, it's Fran Allen. Everybody knows Fran Allen. Uh, you can find me on Facebook. Look up Fran Allen. Uh, they make this real easy. My business is Self-Development Success. I am the CEO and founder of that um, uh, company. And I use the books, the four self-published books that I have to uh, create income streams for nonprofits and community-based organizations. Um, but it's not, it's not that simple. Y'all, if you want some help, you gotta help me do the work. Okay. See, because you, so, so I'm just putting y'all, putting it, putting so it up front. So this can help people get, yes. be a, become a nonprofit can, or how? No, these, this is a way for people to make money to support nonprofits, support. To, su- to support the heavy work that they're doing in our communities. Um, all the all, all of our nonprofits need money. Mm-hmm. They all need money, and I have uh, four self-help books that I um, offer in ebook form, so it makes it very easy. And um, we do um, electronic fundraisers, basically, to um, put out in, on social media and e- um, email blasts mm-hmm. and uh, networks and such asking people to purchase those books and when that happens 50% of the purchase which is unheard of 50% of the purchase is given automatically to the nonprofit that I'm working with for that project and um, not something that I have to do something I'm being obedient about God gave me these things this talent this skill and I use it to help other people I use it to help other people because I am and I don't need that. I don't have to get up and go chase the traffic and be annoyed thing. to get my check anymore. I can just roll over and check my phone. I love it, Miss Frank. Lovely thing. It's a lovely thing. Lovely. All right, brother Hakeem, we want to hear your final. Certainly. Well, this uh, is blessing to be here. Well, Hakeem, the success scholar. Well. Uh, United States Navy veteran, and I do have my 214, DD-214, as Mr. Carl, <laughs> he's always saying that. <laughs> Mr. Douglas is always saying that. But um, currently, I'm a Baltimore City firefighter, been there almost 15 years, and I'm a best-selling author of Mission Unstoppable, Extraordinary Story of Failure's Blessings, with none other than motivational speaker Les Brown and Dr. George C. Frazier. I've been in some films, uh, Black Friday 2, as well as No More Chains 2 as well so and i currently sit on the democratic state central committee and if i decide to run for house of delegates i would hope that miss fran and uh mr douglas will support me they know me they see my work in the community uh, so hint hope family. That's hint. if that's an option hint family. <laughs> hint. thank you thank you thank you and 
I would like to say also coming up the Maryland Legislative Black Caucus weekend is November the 14th through the 16th. I've been a supporter of them uh, for several years and my senator, let me shout out my senator, Shirley Nathan Pulliam, she nominated me. Good friend of mine. Uh, Yes, 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 yes. Uh, She nominated me to be on the board of the Maryland Legislative Black Caucus, so I don't know if I'm approved in two weeks from that. So I look forward to continuing to serve. Whether I'm in office or I'm not in in office, I'll continue to serve the citizens of Baltimore. Well, you've grown in your service, and you know we, everyone knows your video with the uh, <laughs> <laughs> his last yes, yes. video on t- on television. Everybody's yes. talking about it, so that's uh, a great thing. You. Do you have any handles? Do you have any people to get in touch with? How they get oh, your book? Yes, right. So uh, successscholar h a k i dot com. Okay. Uh, that's how you get the book. Is well, that's my website. Okay. I apologize. Thank you, Success Scholar. I'm also on Instagram, Success Scholar, on IG, as well as Success Scholar Number One. Uh, on Twitter because I'm the first and only success scholar. I love it. Okay. <laughs> Brother Colton. Well, first of all, I want to thank you guys for having me here. Uh, this is Carlton C. Douglas of the Carlton C. Douglas Funeral Service, PA, specializing in at need, pre-need, pre-arrangement. Seminars, we do seminars for uh, church groups, senior citizen groups, uh, veteran benefits, veterans, get your DD-214, uh, cremations, and all of y'all need to get some insurance. Yes. I am also uh, on the executive committee of the Baltimore City branch of the NAACP. Uh, in fact, I just uh, uh, was at our state convention in Ocean City this weekend, and I do believe we have a new state president, Willie Farmer. Uh, we're, gonna, we're looking for great things out of him. And I'm also on the board of the Arena Players, which is the oldest black theatrical entity in the country. And we're trying to get some things done for them. Uh, and we just hope that, you know, we're going to be able to keep this place alive and keep it going because this is uh, the oldest black theater in the country wow. and I just hope all of y'all go out and vote I ain't gonna tell you who to vote for <laughs> learn your candidates find out what they've done and vote that is very important and vote yes so can you give them the number to get in touch with you to, to get you know some funeral services oh or, yeah, yeah 410-669-1738 that's 410 410- 669-1738. And it's been a pleasure being with all of you here, especially Fran and my <laughs> and my daughter over here. Absolutely. Well, this is Black Box Radio. We had a, a great session today. Um, Elijah Cummings, a giant. And we appreciate his service. We appreciate his greatness and his legacy. And it's a um, pleasure having you guys on today. Black Box Radio, appreciate you coming in. Um, you can get in touch with us at blackboxradio at gmail.com. We also have a little webby going on at www.blackboxradio.com. Um, we are on Facebook, Ayad, Facebook, the Gram, Twitter, Black Box. So just check us out. Um, oh, yeah, let's spell that Black Box. So it's B L A K, no C. B O X X, two X's, R A D I O. So just check us out, check our yard out, check our stuff out, check our stilo. We're in the community.
Elijah Eugene Cummings, native son of Baltimore, left us on October 17, 2019. He was born January 18, 1951, and died of cancer at John Hopkins Hospital. We just had a show that paid homage to him, and we appreciate him. He was a hero. Elijah Cummings was a politician in Maryland for at least 30 years. And uh, we've seen him ascend. And today we talked about his life and how great he was and how he affected Baltimore City and the black community. And we appreciate him. So we want to say rest in peace. Elijah, Eugene Cummings, thank you for your service. 